Sounds like fun. I'm going to give you the whole load today. Interview with Dick Pound, who is the longest standing member. He makes a fist <sighs> around the nuts. You're listening to the Smashcast, the sexiest podcast in the universe, with DC Girl and Bishop on the No Agenda Podcast Network. All right. Hey, Bishop, how are you? Good, good. How's it going? Good. So I had an interesting experience um, this past weekend um, when I was, it. yeah, so I was, um, I was sitting at a, at a, a bar kind of brewery thing because I was going to get my hair done and you can't wait indoors anywhere. Like you can't wait in like the waiting room of the salons anymore because of COVID. So you have to like sit outside in your car. So, you know, so I was sitting in this, this bar next door, which was open because you can sit in a bar, but you can't sit in a waiting room. I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> and I was dicking around on my phone as I, as I do keep, and I was, and uh, somebody came over to my table and sat down. So I immediately I jumped up immediately. Cause I felt like I had to give up the table <laughs> because I was there by myself and, and it was a big table. And cause of COVID there's not that many tables. So I stood up and I said, Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want this table? And he said, no, no, I just saw you sitting by yourself. And I was like, ah, here we go. So um, I said, okay, hi, you know, and he's like, hi, nice to meet you. You know, what's your name? We exchanged pleasantries. Um, you know, he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm waiting to go get my hair done. And, uh, you know, uh, what do you do for work? You know, some more pleasantries. And then he said, oh. um, do you want to hang out? And I was like, um, aren't we like, I mean, we're talking right now. <laughs> isn't that's, that like, that's hanging out, yeah. isn't that kind of like what's happening? And he's like, no, do you want to go back to my place? Wow. Like this, this was like a wow. 10 minute conversation. <laughs> Moves quickly. <laughs> right. So I was like, I, I like whiplash. Right. I was like, holy crap. So, um, so I said, um, won't your wife be there? Cause she was wearing a wedding ring. And, What'd you um, say? <laughs> he, um, I don't think he expected me to say that. And he's like, well, yeah. Well, you know, she's not here. And I'm like, ah, okay. So anyway, wow. he, so um, when I was leaving, uh, when, you know, it was, when it was, um, you know, I had to go next door for my hair appointment. And um, so I was leaving and he came back over to me and he was like, are you sure you don't want to come back to my place? And I was like, I'm sorry, but like, you're cute, but you're not cute enough for me to miss my hair appointment. I'm really sorry. Ooh. I mean, cause you know, it, well, no, I mean, and it's true because it's really hard to get a hair appointment. You know, it could take like weeks. So, um, no, he left. Fair he was, enough, he was also like, you know, to be fair, he was um, pretty intoxicated. Uh, he seemed slurry. Um, but, you know, it, I thought that was pretty bold. I mean, that's is that how it's done these days? Is it like you go zero to like go back to my house in 15 minutes? Um, not not any hours <laughs> that you would get a hair appointment. I, I think that's more of like a, a nighttime thing. That's, that's true. That's it was really like four. Bold. It was like four in the afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah, that's that's brave. I mean, it's a Sunday, so maybe people are feeling a little relaxed. I guess. I, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Wow. That's that's wow. Yeah. So that's my story. So that was um, that was pretty interesting. Um, and, oh, and also I, I thought um, he asked me how, how old I was and I said um, that I was sure that I was older than him. So I think maybe he thought and I was I, I think that he thought maybe I was I, I kind of just wonder, like, does this shtick, this, this like, whatever, this routine that he did, like, does it work? 
often mean, enough I've, I've, that <laughs> I've had it work and it must work for him because yeah but yeah and also my um I never understood the um the not taking off the wedding ring if you're just going to blatantly cheat uh, do you feel like you're not lying I mean does do you somehow feel better about yourself by but by, by that's a good question I've, I've never married but um is it like a double whammy to cheat and pretend to be single? I guess that's worse than just cheating. I, I don't know, but anyway. I, I mean, is it any better or worse if the person that you're talking to is also married? Right, because I, I had I have a wedding ring on and, and I, I don't think he cared <laughs> um, at all, but uh, maybe maybe he thought I was down. I don't know, it was, it was strange. Um, it was really weird, but anyway. So <laughs> moving from that into um, to breakups, our topic today. Woohoo. So, yeah, <laughs> much more uplifting. So uh, let's talk about breakups and how you know when it's time to break up. So I did a little digging around um, divorce court, which after watching some um, some episodes of divorce court, I realized that this is like the best show that nobody's watching. Is this, is this that horrors. show that's like, it's like Judge Joe Brown, but it's about divorces? Is that what it is? Or is this some yeah. series that I'm not aware of? No, no, it's like a it's like a mediation kind of thing. There's a, there's a woman, uh, a female judge, and um, yeah, it's it's hilarious. So let's uh, let's hear people at the very very end uh, of their relationships and why they're breaking up. Miss Jacob, what did you think you were getting when you got somebody who was 21 years old? What did you think he was going to bring to the table? Some penis. Some she said penis. A paycheck. <laughs> penis and a paycheck. I mean, Your Honor, okay, so he brought that to the table, but he's oversexed. But it's too much. He want to have sex three times a day. He's wearing it out. You know, he's always... Hey, I get it. I get it. So it's like one of those things where it's enough, like you got to be careful enough, what you ask for. Enough. So she's looking oh, for wow. pen penis and a, penis and a okay, paycheck. Okay, so, so I have a couple of questions about that clip. Yes. Uh, question number one, when did Wanda Sykes become a judge? <laughs> yeah, this judge, she's hilarious. That's, <laughs> she's that's, good. That's incredible. Um, yeah. And, and then that, 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 what do you call him, guest or not yeah. really defendant in court, whatever. Yeah. Um, she reminds me of someone, I think I sent you a video of this girl. Um, and maybe for the benefit of the listeners, there's somebody on YouTube from a couple of years back. Her name is Alexis Tyler. It's A-L-E-X-Y-S-S-T-Y-L-O-R. Uh, I'm not sure, but do we ever play any clips from her? Um, I She didn't do the How to Grapefruit Your Man, did she? No, 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 no. This other one is, she's, she's this lady and she gives like relationship advice and her oh. mom's in the background, but she gets <laughs> super, super inappropriate. It's, um, no, we'll, we'll have to link her and we'll have to, we'll have to clip her for next time for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, so, so go along the lines of, um, of divorce court and, uh, people admitting, you know, how they really feel. Uh, here's a, here's another great couple. After I married you on she starts stealing my ATM cards. No, he did. Starts stealing my. <laughs> you on? Got no one's there but her and I. Who who took my money? I don't know. Uh -uh. Mrs. Todd, you taking his I, money? Your Honor, I'm I keep, don't know. Your Honor, figure it out. May I? Cause may I? Cause I'ma keep it Go real ahead. with you. Go you ahead. know what? I yeah, I took his money. Cause he don't give me nothing. <laughs> so she took his money. She doesn't give a shit. Oh wow. 
Okay, what what channel is this on? Because I need to start watching this. I, I don't know, but they have um they have episodes on YouTube, and um it's hilarious, and uh, they're it's they're pretty shameless. It's really funny. So um yeah, so obviously these couples are so very much at their end. <laughs> um, but so so I think I don't know if we've talked about John Gottman before or the Gottman Institute. Um, I don't think we have, but I'm aware. Yeah, so he's a he's a relationship uh, expert uh, psychologist, I think, something like that. Um, and he has uh, discovered <clears throat> these four characteristics of relationships that um, he can predict with ninety three percent accuracy whether they will end in divorce if there's four characteristics. Yeah, so, yeah I heard about this. Yeah, so. Uh, and he calls them the four horsemen, but um, these are the things that will predict a divorce. So the first thing is criticism. So this is when couples are in conflict, attack each other's character, uh, like you're lazy or just constant criticism. Um, and instead of saying things like, it frustrates me when you do X, you know, so targeting um, behavior without criticism is obviously better. So I think these couples in our clips <laughs> definitely showing that yeah, yeah i remember hearing a little bit about this and it, it, it he saw the difference between saying you always do this and or versus um like you did this specific thing this time yeah. and it bothered me and yeah. he said that the difference between that is the difference between yeah like a divorce or, or working it. yep yep and so the second one is defensiveness so this is um uh you know uh well, I guess uh, making excuses, blaming your partner, not taking responsibility for your, your part in a conflict. Um, and it's, uh, it's, you know, an easy thing for people to fall into to be defensive when there's a, a conflict, but it doesn't help anything. Um, the third one is contempt, which is, <laughs> it's pretty bad, but this is when you have blatant disrespect, eye rolling, um, sneering, uh, passive aggressiveness, things like that. Yep. Steal, steal my ATM card. I feel like that one's a huge one, actually. Not, not that the ATM card, but just the uh, right. passive aggressiveness in general. That one's like, uh, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is stonewalling. So this is not, you know, it's re refusing to engage. And um, a lot of people stonewall. But um, this is supposed to be the most damaging behavior, which makes sense, right? Because if you're stonewalling, you're not, you're, you're not working anything out. You're not moving forward. Yeah, that that's, makes uh, sense. Yeah, so that one. That one, um, yeah, also really bad. So we'll post a link to that, but these are supposed to be pretty accurate indicators um, uh, of, of a divorce. So yeah, I'm sure you've uh, experienced some of these. And I don't think it's just, a, I don't think it just applies to marriage. I think these are pretty good indicators of relationship failure in general. Yeah, 100%. It's sort of, um, I'm sort of reminded of this, this saying about trees and it's like, when is the best time to plant a tree? And then the answer is like 10 years ago when's the next best time to plant the tree? It's like right now. And uh, if you see any of these behaviors, that is exactly the answer. Oh, yeah. Yep, very true. All right, so let's go over to our friend Eliza Schlesinger and see how uh, how she handles a breakup and well, how, in, how she knows it's time. Ooh, oh, that's her Guys, mic. Guys, just so go. you know, like girls <laughs> are fucking insane. Like, sometimes we'll start a fight with you just to see if we can make it seem like you started the fight. We have to do it four times a year or we lose our standing in the club. Girls are crazy, and from the day we start dating you, you don't know this, we keep tabs on everything you do wrong. 
So that if and when we decide to break up with you, because I don't know, the wind changes direction, we can then refer to said list, extrapolate one isolated incident, and use that as the piece de resistance of our breakup masterpiece. You don't believe me? Guys, you ever been dating a girl? Everything's going fine, everything's fine, and out of the blue, she just dumps you? You're like, you breaking up with me? Yes, your feet look like eagle claws. There, I said it, caca. I said caca, goodbye. It wasn't your gross eagle feet. It was a litany of reasons. She just chose the one. And just so you know, I don't do the whole, oh my God, no, it's me, not you. No, it's you, motherfucker. Here's a list of reasons why. So I guess that would be a, like uh, emotional backpacking, right? Yeah, that's a good term for it. Yeah. It was saving up like a million uh, reasons why you dislike the person and then waiting for the wind to change and then unleashing them all. Yeah, that's, um, wow. Eliza doesn't always bring us the best advice. She's our, our go-to person on sexual harassment as well, so. <laughs> yeah, is she, is she still single? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I need to. I need to follow follow her more of her recent stuff. She feels. I feel like she'd be like the first person I'd break up break up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she. Uh, I don't know. If she intentionally gives awful advice uh, in her stand up, but it's 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 pretty bad. It's really bad. Okay, so um, how to how to break up? So, uh, um. I'm sure you've broken up with people or uh, have been broken up with. And there's, there's probably, you know, some pretty straightforward adult ways to do it. And then there's the way people actually do it. So, yeah, it's, um, I, I think it depends on the, on the person. Um, I've actually had a really funny, well, not even really funny. It was just really simple, really easy breakup. When I told somebody about it the first time, they looked at me like, like I was crazy or the most awful human in the world. Um, <laughs> And you'll probably think the same thing when I tell you, but I'll explain it in a bit. Uh, have you ever broken up with anybody by text? <laughs> um, no, I have, I have not. No. Okay. Yeah, this, this is like really simple because I think we we're just both not really feeling the relationship anymore. And that's basically what I said in the text. I'm like, Hey, I kind of get the vibe that you're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Are you cool if we break up? And then she just responded back. She was like, yeah, cool. And <laughs> that was it. Um, how long, how was that a long term relationship? Uh, maybe like six months. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, it was just kind of, it kind of just fizzled out and it was fine. But I just remember telling people that and they were, they just thought I was like the most inhumane person ever. Um, well, I mean, you guys are both on the same page, clearly. clearly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, no, I've never um, done the text. Um, no, I think the most, the most, uh, impersonal was over the phone a landline <laughs> um oh, wow. all right all right so here let's go back to our friends in, at sex in the city because sex in the city i know it's your favorite um has probably one of the funny funnier um uh breakup stories of course this was the 90s so you have to kind of remember that so carrie what was your news oh uh burger broke up with me on a post-it on a post-it uh-huh uh-huh yep Read it and weep, my friends. I'm sorry I can't. Don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. First of all, I thought you were going to break up with him. Yeah, I was, and I should have, but he said that he wanted to try to work things out, a.k.a. leave in the middle of the night. A post-it? That's infuriating. Uh, yeah, I remember when breaking up over the phone was considered bad form. I once was broken up with by a guy's doorman. 
I'm sorry, Miss Hobbs. Jonathan won't be coming down. Ever. So, are you gonna call him? No. I am not going to dignify his behavior with a response. I am not even going to leave him one of those angry answering machine messages. Hi, it's me. You're a dick. So... <laughs> I love the end of that. Um, yeah. yeah, the post-it note. So this, you know, this is before there was like text messaging, but I'm sure if this show was done now, it'd be like, he broke up with me over Snapchat or... Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's not bad, actually. You, I think the best one was with a doorman yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that that's that's that that's super that's like that's weird that is that is baller i feel like you have to tip the doorman a lot for doing that for you no it depends on the doorman you might get a kick out of it <laughs> that's true that's true so um so I, I read a i read an article in um psychology today about a writer who actually writes about internet dating and she met somebody online and, um, you know, he seemed like a great guy. Uh, he had been married, but um, he was single. And uh, after they were dating for a while, they got engaged and they had their wedding planned and all that stuff. They had their houses for sale so they could go buy a house together. And then one day um, after 14 months into their engagement, which is a long engagement, um, she got an email from him with a... <laughs> with a letter attachment which i think is really weird that it was like in an attachment like a word and document I, I don't know it just says that um there was an email that said please read this and then there were, the email had an attached document and the document said that he uh, did not think that she was the woman for him and the relationship was over please send back the ring and um i'll have my belongings picked up tomorrow wow that was uh I'm still trying to figure out that he used Clippy to read it to her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't understand. Um, yeah, I. I don't. I don't know when this happens. I don't understand the, <laughs> the attached document. I don't know. It's really weird. It seems excessive. Yeah. Unless it's Maybe a form that extra, he always. Yeah. Um, extra passive aggressive, like um, please see attached. Thanks. Like it's you know, like when you send that to people and you just like, yeah. Right. Please see attached. Thanks. Um, and maybe he, um, maybe he like PDF'd it and like signed it or something. Maybe he wanted to put a signature on it. I, I don't know. Dramatic um, flair. I like it. Right. A lot of effort um, into that one. Okay. So let's go to a more modern, um, a, a, the, the modern 20, well, maybe 2019, but 2020 way of, of breaking up with somebody. What's up, Braden? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray off the charts. This is amazing. In your hearts. And this cameo yep, was absolutely. booked by Cheyenne, <laughs> and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done, but she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long distance relationship. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years and I've been with my wife a long time and the, the biggest arguments, the biggest, you know, obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us. It makes it very difficult when we're on the road um, and it's hard. So Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Braden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold. And she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very, very much. And she wants you to know, good luck on your thesis coming up. 
probably not the best timing, Cheyenne, <laughs> when he's doing his thesis. But I understand. Wow. You know, you got to work on your thesis, and life goes on. And um, you know, I'm- okay, so I feel okay. I feel like this, he took. <laughs> that ahead. is awesome. Okay. I, I, okay. So, so actually, that brings up a good question. If you had to do this, who would you choose to read that? Oh man. Oh, that's such a good, a good question. Um, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I'd want to, I mean, it would kind of depend if it was like, this was an amicable, this seems like it was amicable kind of. I mean, it, it kind of doesn't though. I mean, it no. almost sounds like, like she's just completely like checked out and I don't know. It could have been amicable. I have no idea. I think I, I know, I know Scaramucci has done them and I think that would be a funny one. I think, um, Oh, geez. I don't know. I, I think, um, of course, Ryan Reynolds would be pretty funny. Um, I feel like that would like soften the blow. I feel like Mark McGrath was taking this so personally and he was like, yeah, like he almost his... felt bad for the guy. Yeah. And he was like telling his own personal story about him and his wife and he's like trying to soften the blow. And then he hears about the thesis and he's like, oh, my God, you know, and that's I mean, just yeah. like super I mean, rude. The deli- delivery there was good. Delivery there was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who would you pick? Um, I think I'd have to pick, pick and, I, and I watched a bunch of his cameos before, and he's funny. You'd have to do it in character. Uh, do you know the guy that plays Russ Hanneman? No, no. Oh man, okay. Some of the listeners might know. Um, he's a really, really funny character. I guess you gotta watch Silicon Valley and then sort of um check what his character. But I think oh, okay, he, he do a really good job of the delivery. Okay, yeah, and I mean, you know, all the celebs are sitting around bored right now, so they're doing cameos like crazy. So, um. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, so I guess um, that's the more modern way um, to break up. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think are the acceptable ways to break up now in 2020 besides, besides cameo? Jeez. I mean, I think just the old fashioned in person sort of in public is probably the best way to do it. You think in public? Yeah. One time I was dating somebody not for very long and he broke up with me and he invited me to, a coffee shop and I think I can't I think when we got there it was closed so it was like really awkward so we were standing in front of it it was just yeah it was it was a really yeah it was really bad um and uh I think he probably could have just called me but whatever um I think he felt like he had to do it somewhere in public I'm not sure I'm not sure why um, when I was looking for clips of, of breakups on, on YouTube, I saw one, but <laughs> I didn't want to include it because it was crazy. It was like two people breaking up on a street corner and it was caught by somebody's security footage. Oh, wow. And it was insane. I was actually kind of surprised it was on YouTube because they were really fighting. It was it was really bad. I was like, what the hell? Anyway, yeah. Creepy. Yeah. How about you? What do you think are the uh, the best ways to do it now? Um, I think, I think in person, I think, um, stick to your guns. Don't go back, um, on your word. Yeah, I totally agree there. Totally yeah. agree. Don't feel like you need to give every reason and set up the best case, because if you're breaking up, then, you know, it's kind of a moot point. If you're not having this relationship with this person anymore, I don't think you need to feel obligated to lay out like the best, you know, legal case as to why you're dissolving yeah. the relationship right that's that's a good point actually how much detail do you give right and and, and the other thing and, and i've yeah so that, that i think like don't, wouldn't waste time like trying to build a case to get yourself out of it but the one thing that i always thought was a little weird is i have um a friend who every time she broke up with somebody she kind of like referred to winning the breakup 
and I kind of feel like if you're if it's like a something to win, I I I don't know how mature the relationship was in the first place. Exactly. Like nobody wins a breakup. <laughs> right? Like Oh, I, ideally, yeah, no. I, I mean like it's not to, it's yeah, right. If somebody wins, like the relationship was just I don't know. It was messed up to begin with for sure. Really messed up, yeah. So um yeah, I, I think some people treat it like it's uh, a competition, um, you know, to get over it faster or to not, you know, not be bothered by it. Um, and it's it's not a competition. <laughs> it's not. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so speaking of um, the, uh, the getting over it, let's talk a little bit about the aftermath of the, the breakup. So I thought that are you familiar with Jocko Willink? I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I bet you, you can guess what his advice is to deal with a breakup. It's okay. Hold on, wait, wait, should, should I guess before? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me, what is it going to be? Uh, it's going to be something like take responsibility. Okay. Uh, figure out how it was your fault. Mm. Something like that. And then, okay. uh, and then fix it. Okay. Okay. I think you're thinking, giving him, a, I think maybe he talked about that too but this was probably i mean that that's a solution to literally everything true so I'm, I'm i'm wondering if that's what it is for this but i'm curious what he has to say about relationships i don't think i've ever heard a relationship no. clip with jocko <laughs> nope neither did i get after it work out train hard go to jiu-jitsu hike run play guitar just get after it and those things not only are they going to distract you from the pain, which is good, they're going to improve you as a human being, which is good, and they're going to rebuild your confidence, which is good. They're going to make you feel good. They're going to make you stronger and smarter and better and put you into a place where you don't need that little made-up fantasy anymore. So, you know, <laughs> go do some jujitsu. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, love like how he, I love how he overuses the word good. Yeah, especially when he's angry. He's like, you know, when he doesn't like something, it's like good. But yeah. the other thing, too, is usually I listen to him at like one and a half times speed. So right there, he sounded like he was completely baked. He, he, yeah, and he is actually kind of a slower talker. Um, and yeah. I, I thought his I thought his advice was funny because he had other advice, too. But this was like this was the stereotypical dude slash Reddit breakup advice. Go to the yeah, gym. Yeah, it, it was like lawyer up. <laughs> yep, yep, lawyer yeah. up, go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is. It's every every Reddit um, relationship thing is, yeah. So I thought he's like, get at it. <laughs> yep, that, that's, uh, so that, that was very dude-ish um, advice. Um, so, oh, okay, and I have an, <laughs> another clip from Wet Hot American Summer, which is um, another uh, <laughs> interesting way to, to to approach the end of a relationship. This is it, babe. Yep. So, obviously, I think we should get together in the city next weekend. I'll call my parents, and you can talk to your dad. And Listen, Coop, last night was really great. You were incredibly romantic and heroic, no doubt about it, and that's great. But I've thought about it, and my thing is this. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. You know, I don't even care that he cheats on me. And, and I like you more than I like Andy Coop, but I'm 16. And maybe it'll be a different story like when I'm ready to get married, but right now, 
I am entirely about sex. I just want Andy. Yeah. I want to take him and grab him and just fuck his brains out, you know? So that's where my priorities are right now. Sex, specifically with Andy and not with you. But you're really nice. I mean, everybody thinks so. And I'm sorry if, if this isn't the direction that you saw things going between us. I still totally want to be friends. <clears throat> so, that was ice cold. <laughs> and she still wants to be friends. Yeah. So what do you think about being friends with, uh, with, with an ex and, and then the aftermath? And... <laughs> I, I feel like that's something that, that I get asked all the time. And my answer almost always is no thanks. Just because like, I feel like I just wasn't into that person. And I don't think there's any point to being friends. I feel like that's sort of like a, a backdoor into like tricking you back into a relationship. And I'm just like, eh, not interested. But uh, I mean, I've had it happen a couple of times where I stayed good friends with those people. So like the girl I broke up with by text, for instance, uh -huh. we're still cool. Everything's all right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I think in the less serious relationships, it's it's fine, or the shorter term relationships, or the relationships that really didn't develop into something <clears throat> serious. I feel like if if you're at the level with of with somebody that you can break up over text, it's okay to stay friends with them. That's a, that's a good marker, yeah. <laughs> that is the that that's the decider. If you have to do it in person, maybe not, um, <clears throat> not the best thing. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. So. As far as recovery and 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 uh, how long does it take to to get over it, or what's the best way to get over it? Um, what do you think about the, the how long it takes to get over a relationship? Have you heard the metric half the duration of the relationship? Have you ever heard uh, that? I, I've I've heard something like that, or like the number of years and months, or like whatever. It's yeah. just too much math. I I think the best saying I've ever heard about that is the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. See, I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask if you uh, held to that adage as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it works. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, so, mm -hmm. the thing too is like the, the last relationship probably ended in such a way where that that department was lacking. I, I don't think people break up when there's like fireworks there. So true. It's probably, there's probably a good probability that's what you need. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it can help. It's probably not best to make any long-term commitments or, or real estate purchases with that person, but of yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as mutual friends, have you ever had to divide up mutual friends of a with an ex? <laughs> Actually, so I have a really funny story about that. I, I dated an ex that lived in a, well, she lived in a different city before we met. Um, but while while we were dating, she lived in the same city. Um, but she had friends in that city that we would go visit. We'd go visit her friends and family pretty often. Um, and, and funny thing is, so I go to that city very often just because, and, um, a lot of her friends have stayed friends with me. In fact, one of her friends came to visit her, um, and came a day early to come hang out with me. So yeah. Um, you don't have to divide up friends, I don't think, but, um, yeah, you probably can't hang out together. Yeah. I think I've only had, well, mm... I, um, I've known some people that have gone through really bad breakups when I went, I was friendly with both of them. Um, and only one reached out to me afterwards. So I kind of was like, this is a little convenient. It's kind of convenient. I don't have to pick a side because <laughs> yeah, I never really, <laughs> yeah. Cause I never really heard from the other one. And that was like a crazy, like one of them walked in on the other one, having an affair kind of like crazy dramatic Awkward. scene. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Very dramatic. So, um, 
I was kind of glad to uh, only ever hear from, because they had moved away and I, only one contacted me to tell me what happened. So I only heard one side of the story to be fair, but it was a little bit easier than having to get stuck in the middle of that nonsense. Which side of the story? I'm kind of curious. Um, I heard his side of the story. He walked in on her sleeping with another man in their house. Oh, wow. And he actually um, got like super angry and the dude, the other dude called 911. So the cops showed up. And um, I think there was a domestic charges pressed. So he had to go to jail for the night. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah, he walked in on his wife with another man and then he had to go to jail for the night. <laughs> that's like, the yeah, that stings. Yeah. Yeah, they broke up after that. They um, did not try to get back together or work it out. Good call. Yeah. And we were only 25 at the time. So most people haven't even been on their first marriage at that age. So it was um, not, I mean, it was bad, but you know, they, they both moved on. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the us only being 25 at the time had something to do with it too. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, there was a study in the journal of neurophysiology uh, by this woman named Helen Fisher, whose name also came up a lot when I was looking up stuff, research. Um, and she got together 15 people who had experienced romantic uh, rejection and put them in an fMRI machine and then had them look at a picture of somebody who just broke up with them and then a picture of just a neutral person who they had no attachment with. And when the people uh, looked at pictures of the person that rejected them, their brains lit up like uh, addicts um, deprived of their favorite substance. So basically they found activity in the regions of the brain that's often associated with cocaine and nicotine addiction. So hold on, uh, did they, did, was it the part that caused the cravings or the part that caused the reward? Um, I think, well, it says that they, so they found activity in the regions associated with addiction and the regions associated with, well, with feeling of deep attachment, obviously. Um, Interesting. I don't know if it was the reward. Well, no, no, it was the, it was the, it was uh, the lack of the substance. So their brains lit up like addicts deprived of their favorite. So it was like a withdrawal almost. Yeah. Like seeing your drug of choice and not being able to do it. Wow. Okay. Um, and then um, uh, I guess this work corroborated some other work uh, that said that um, social rejection activates the same area of the brain that generates an adverse reaction to physical pain. So breakups uh, stimulate that part of the brain because social ties are very important to human survival is what they think. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so they want your brain to go through pain and awfulness and grief. <laughs> and that paper will be linked, that full paper. Um, it's kind of interesting. There's, there's pictures of the, the different brains and, and the areas lit up and stuff. Um, yeah, so you know, to keep us uh, moving along as a species, we're supposed to be super upset and, and miserable when we go through breakups. It's just the way it is. I wonder why that would have, we would have like adapted to do that. Yeah, you think we'd be, yeah, yeah. I wonder if, yeah. I mean, other species probably don't get too, well, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I can definitely see the addiction thing. And uh, I mean, it's like, break, it's like quitting an addiction cold turkey being broken up with or rejected. That's one way to look at it, yeah. Um, are, is anybody ever allowed to date your ex? Well, I mean, 
I mean, do you know? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, never. Nobody. No, what I mean. Um, are you? Or were, is there one of your eternal, friends? Eternal pain you? and punishment for the ex. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I is that weird? Is care. that you don't I, care? I, I personally don't care. Um, that said, I don't tend to date the same types of um, same yeah. types of girls that my friends do, so uh, I don't have to worry about that. I don't know. What do you think? Um. Well, I think if it's a really messy breakup, then it's probably pretty rude. <laughs> um, to, you know, to keep the, keep that person around in, in your friend's life, but I mean, uh, uh, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule there. But I mean, if it's a casual relationship, that's that's one thing. Um, but if it was uh, something serious, I, I just can't imagine. Like, um, I don't know. When I was younger, I think it was it was more accepted. Now, I think that might be a little weird. I don't know. It's strange. I got, there's enough people around, I guess. I don't know. I, kinda, I, I mean, I kind of get the sentiment, but at the same time, it's just like, I just, I just really, yeah, really don't care. I'm so indifferent to it. And like I said, I don't think it's something that would ever happen. So not yeah. Worried. Do you think there's a time when it's a too soon after a relationship to start dating? I mean, not the getting under someone to get over someone, but I mean, the actually dating again, or do mm. you feel like you need a recovery time in between relationships? I feel like you need to get some time in between serious dating, just randomly dating other people. So I think you should probably start dating right away, but not dating seriously right away. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think um, depending on the reason for the previous relationship ending, maybe you have some shit to work out. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. There's, there's, yeah. Well, yeah, there's probably some work you need to do, and the timing is different for everyone. But, um, yeah. but I don't think you should just sort of like lock yourself in your house and sort of you know, n not see the world. Right. Yeah. I don't think that you should, uh, um, you know, yeah, quarantine yourself even more <laughs> than already Especially possibly. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, once you're better at choosing a partner next time, or you learned whatever you need to learn from that relationship or uh, how not to make those same mistakes or fall into those same traps or whatever, it's probably okay to get back on the horse or cowboy Absolutely. or whatever. <laughs> uh yeah all right all right um, I, I got a question hold on i got okay. a question um, okay are there any breakups you regret oh um uh like wish the relationship was still going on it could be that or it could just be the way you did it just any interesting stories well i have a relationship i regret i have a breakup i regret happening to me um interesting so i was dating somebody um uh back home in between freshman and sophomore year of college and when i came back when i went back to college um th that person that i had been seeing i i guess we broke up I, I, maybe it was understood it was you know only for that summer we didn't really live near each other uh, i don't honestly remember if it was like a big anyway he f he felt very rejected extremely rejected this is a, this is such a, a bizarre story. So and it's 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 gonna make sense to the dude's name Ben probably more so than other people. So, um, so I came back to school and uh, we were you know him and I, I we were not on bad terms but we were not together anymore. And I started dating somebody, and he found out I don't remember how, and so he um, sent that guy an email and this is like way back in the text-based pine kind of uh, old school like email system days. 
So, so he sent the guy an email and the email had an attachment and the attachment was an executable, executable file. This is 1997. Okay. So it was like an executable file and he executed the file because people did that shit back then. If you sent somebody an attachment with an executable, people would run it. (laughs) And I know, right. So, and and you ran it like in the shell of the email system. Anyway, this um, executable generated an email that looked like it was coming from my boyfriend, or maybe it kind of was, and it was sent to the president of the United States threatening to kill him. Wow, that is, <laughs> so, that is extreme. So my, my boyfriend and I both got um, questioned by the Secret Service for hours. So basically this guy tried to implicate me in a crime for rejecting him. Wow. <laughs> So that okay, was that, that is that is a different type of regret I'd never even envisioned. So that's probably the where I, I can't I can't imagine. Well, I mean, I certainly hope a breakup never lands me in that type of legal trouble again. Um, nothing happened. I mean, I didn't get in trouble. We didn't get in trouble. We we uh, like they there. I'm assuming the guy also got I'm assuming I, I know he got questioned uh, by the field office where he was living. And I think he may have admitted to it or something like that. Um, I don't think he got into a lot of trouble. I'm not really sure. I, we didn't get into any trouble. As far as I know, I don't have a permanent record or anything from it. <laughs> wow. That's... Yeah, it's very strange. So yeah, so that one was pretty um, bad. I, I think I've always executed breakups pretty well. So I don't really regret anything I've done. What about you? <laughs> hmm. Trying to think. Uh, I think I think for a while there was somebody that I kind of regretted breaking up with. Um, she was she was really good, just wasn't really good for me. Um, and then after my breakup with my ex fiance, um, I started to think, oh man, I really shouldn't have screwed that other relationship up before. Uh, and then oddly enough, the next girl I dated was almost exactly like that girl that I regretted breaking up with. And suddenly I was reminded of all the reasons why. <laughs> oh, so the fantasy was uh, not the real person anymore, huh? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. So I think I used to have one, but not anymore. No, I think I think they were all done well. So I don't regret how I did them, and I don't regret doing them. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think at the time there was a couple of relationships I regretted ending, but I think you know, in retrospect, it uh, it was it was for the right reasons. It was the right thing to do. I I, I did um. I did date somebody who um, I was very good friends with, and then we started dating. And he is a very nice person, but I just didn't see myself being with him like that for the rest of my life. And I broke up with him, and and he was, um, you know, he took it pretty hard. I took it hard too, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And then I actually ended up introducing him to his wife. So that was that worked. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So um, yeah, and then I have a kid, and it's all good. So. I feel like that that's good because you know I wanted him to be happy and stuff. And he's a nice person, just not for me. Yeah. That that actually reminds me of the the running joke is I'm, I'm have you ever seen that movie Good Luck Chuck? Yes, yes. Okay, so, so the running joke is I am Good Luck Chuck because every girl I break up with ends up marrying the next guy. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Not sure what that says about me or yeah, whatever. Like, but yeah. got to get out of the dating game. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, apparently, if you want to pick up somebody these days, all you have to do is ask them to go home with you after a 10-minute conversation, and 
that's that's 2020. If I'm ever single again, I'll definitely give that a try. Yeah, it's a low effort. Uh, you, yeah, it's very low effort. So <laughs> I'd recommend it to everybody. All right. So you want to? I think I think we're good. You want to talk a little bit about our value for value model? Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah. So if you've been listening to the show for what are we on episode 10? Eight. I'm not Eight? sure. I'm Something not numbering like the. So I've gotten some feedback that I haven't put the episode numbers in the title of the episodes are on the RSS feed. However, the RSS feed has a field for episode number. So I don't know why that's not surfacing to the podcast apps. I'm sure I'll get a ton of replies now about why it's not. So maybe I'll have to start putting episode numbers in the title of the feeds. Yeah, anyway. we, we totally should, especially so that once we get to like 50, we can uh, do yes. donate the show number. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll have to figure that out. But anyway, yes, I think we're on eight. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. So we're, yeah, we're on episode eight. So if you've been listening to the show, then you probably know that we do value for value for value. Um, and actually, Adam's been saying a lot about that lately too. It was a time treasure or what was the third talent, thing? time, talent, talent, treasure, right? Okay, exactly. So I think we're doing time and maybe a bit of talent. So well, yeah, that's, we have our artists and we have exactly. our yeah. But um, so, yeah, we're trying to get back to the No Agenda audience. So, um, yeah, if you want to give back to us, just donate to No Agenda, Dvorak.org uh, slash NA. And uh, just let us know what you donate. And we'll, we'll give you some credit on here, too. And we'll even give you some, some sex karma, which uh, we, I've heard is working. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, we have there's a there's a, a baby boom going on in the No Agenda community. So we, we, our sex karma, our sex karma is obviously the reason. So we'll Absolutely. just we'll, we'll, we'll give it we'll, we'll get a little bit more to everybody out there. Oh, you've got karma. Yep, I think it's working. Yep, yep, that's good. That's good. Hopefully, we can uh, we can propagate and uh, bring <laughs> many many human resources into this world. Yeah, many no agenda babies. All right, I have one. I have one end of show ISO. Yes. Hi, it's me. You're a dick. <laughs> That's how I answer the phone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, Bishop. That was fun. Good times. Good times. All right. All right and I will talk to you soon. Smash on. Right, right. Smash on. Smash Ooh, wrong one. Smash on. Keep there it we, sexy. There we go. I'll talk to you later. Ow.